so uh, one of the great many questions I get pretty often is like, should I go QD or should I go direct thread on suppressors? Uh, in, in which one? That's probably that's probably like the most I get asked. It's like which one? Which one's the best for? Which one, everybody asks these open ended questions. Which one's the best? It's like well, that depends. Which one's the best for you? Like what? What are you doing? Uh, what type of platform? What suppressor do you have? Now the good thing about everything is the suppressor community or manufacturers are going going to the hub mostly. And it's, do you remember the size? Uh, uh, inch and three-eighths by 24. Yeah, inch three-eighths by 24, which is, it's it's referring to this end of the suppressor. And it, that's referring to, like, the thread pitch and everything in here. So, the good thing about, like, them kind of standardizing that is it opens the possibilities up tremendously uh, for swapping out. What would you call this one? Like I call you call this the end cap, obviously. Yeah, well, thread mount. I <sighs> yeah. <coughs> uh, yeah, the, so you typically have your thread mount inserts. So whether that's whether obviously, you know, most of your two twenty three cal five five six stuff is going to be inch and uh, or ha- uh, half by twenty eight, and most of your three eight stuff is going to be what five eight twenty four. Five eight twenty four. Except when you get into certain manufacturers, they'll do a three quarter twenty four. Yeah. And then you got your weird stuff like your Seiko and European, you know. 15 to 1 left-hand metric threads. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> but the good thing about them, everyone going to the hub, as they call it, is the possibilities are endless for lots of different systems, if you will. And you can always, even if they are, like, threaded with the hub, uh, they generally speaking, they'll come with a direct thread uh, cap here. And... I think you can already kind of tell which direction I lean on this one is, you know, QD, QD style mounts for most people. Now, if I'm going to like, if I'm going to buy one spreadser, I would probably buy something similar to this that comes uh, with the hub platform, but comes with a direct thread end cap. Obviously, if you're, you only have like one or two guns you're going to shoot and you're probably going to screw the spreadser on and leave it on. The direct thread is just fine. Uh, but if you're going to run multiple guns, you you only want to buy like just one or two suppressors, then something that has the hub or a QD mount specific suppressor is probably going to be better for you. Now, maybe this should have been a full podcast. Let us know in the comments below if y'all really want us to deep dive this. Because uh, the more I think about it, the more I'm just like, Jesus Christ, we could literally go on forever about this. But And maybe we will anyways. But anyways. What's better? What do you think is better, Fitzy? I'm uh, I'm kind of weird about it. So I like I like to use a cutie style on an AR, mm-hmm. um, but particularly something like a Surefire. I actually, in a lot of cases, I hate hub mounts when it comes to ARs because they tend to. You, I feel like you're more likely to like carbon lock or lock up your can, and when you when you go to pull a can off of a a rifle. Uh, and you spin the the adapter off the suppressor. That's like pisses me off more than anything else. <laughs> and it's it's kind of like antithetical. So like a surefire QD mount to me, like on an AR, is like it's like perfection. Right. Um, it's really simple, uh, straightforward. I you know obviously on bolt guns, I'm more open to direct thread. Although I do like something like the uh, the the four one nine more for like precision guns. Right. 
because it's kind of like you know it's a little hybrid between each. You know, obviously the biggest. You know, you really really try not to uninstall suppressors. I, I'm very much a one suppressor per gun mentality, and that's kind of the problem with direct threat is you're not necessarily getting the exact same lockup and alignment each time. So you're going to have that like floating point of impact shift. Yeah. Usually versus the cuties, which are supposed to right. maintain a point of impact. And as many as I've tested, some of them are really good at, with it. Uh, like that's yeah, anything, that, anything that uses the taper generally will do it good. And that's what you've seen. Like, most people move to is that simple, yeah. just thread taper mount, which is really good. And so adding that in is nice. Uh, but other than that, like, I can't see a lot of times when I would prefer just strictly a direct thread um, anymore now that, the, like right. you said, the market options are. Yeah. And, you know, you're really seeing, man, I don't even know if, does anybody even sell a suppressor anymore that's just straight, strictly direct thread? Yeah, yeah, a bunch of people. So Thunder Beast, pretty common. Oh, that's Obviously, I didn't even think about them. Yeah, you know, Q has the the direct thread models of their cans. And so it, in getting into it, that would be the, obviously the ideal world is what uh, Kevin did and what Sig did, is if you could have it where your barrels are tapered thread. Yeah. That would be like, the, that'd be perfect. Yeah. But haven't gotten there yet. Um, so for now, you have to use adapters and whatnot. But yeah, no, I'd really like, I mean, on a bolt gun, you know, direct thread, like, you know, like the Thunder Beast. Like what I, I'm thinking in my head, would I rather have a, cause you know, they have a muzzle device version and a, right. the compact brake, but I don't know. I can see it. There's again, we probably should have been the whole podcast. I can see it going so many different ways. I would, I would just, I would particularly recommend like getting the suppressor with a hub and going a QD route whenever you're ready. Because like like a, the area four one nine system way reason why I like it so much I like anything that's uh, has that left hand turn thread because what it ends up doing is like it makes sure that you're not when you're tightening down your suppressor it's not uh, loosening up your uh, muzzle device if you will I really like that system uh, the new Huxworks has that uh, left hand turn uh, when you're attaching the suppressor to their proprietary muzzle device. Uh, like Air 419, like it covers a lot of, a lot of, their muzzle device covers a lot of areas, but their muzzle device isn't like, it doesn't look good and it's not that great to shoot without anything. Like you need to put one of their uh, blast forwarding devices or brakes or suppressor on it, but the way it works and everything else, it's fantastic. Whereas like the Q uh, system, the plan B and all that other stuff, which you can also get, you know, uh, the what is it? It's Plan B, isn't it? That works with the hub. Yeah, yeah. Plan B for the hub and use the Cherry Bomb, which is a really good-looking muzzle device. That you know, it's fairly protected if you're going to run it without a suppressor. Because with a lot of hunters, you get into, and this is why I typically recommend a QD system for most hunters who hunt abroad. Essentially, uh, I recommend that QD system or a suppressor that comes with the hub because some states you go to, you can't run a suppressor, especially if they travel and stuff like that for hunting, like out of the states. Uh, systems like the Area 419 or the Plan B and Cherry Bombs and stuff like that, uh, you can remove the suppressor, re-zero the rifle. Now, the question I get asked the most with people running uh, QD mounts and muzzle devices and everything on their suppressor is, is there one out there? 
that I could zero with the muzzle device and it stays zero when I put the suppressor on. I'm just like, <laughs> that, not that I'm aware of. There, there are, there have been times where I've seen like very minimal uh, impact shift, but it's always shifting. You're talking about a significant amount of change to harmonics and as well as like the flow of everything like oh. yeah it comes down to that's that's what you're doing with it right because if you're doing a hunting rifle you know if you're taking your you know elk rifle right like that's gonna really they could potentially like fuck everything up versus mm. you know a hundred yard deer stand rifle you're gonna see a shift but it's, is it gonna be as dramatic and i think that's where like that kind of like combat accuracy is what a lot of the cutie stuff's measured by so i mean you really ever often see more than a one MOA shift on any of your stuff? Yes. On, like, I've seen some. Now I don't remember the suppressors. And maybe like this is the kind of info I'll get together for a full podcast if people want to hear it. I've seen some like up to six to eight inches. Were those consistent? Like, were they consistent? Yeah, consistently six to eight inches, like that much yeah. of an impact shift. Because I mean, you got to think about it. Like sometimes. Uh, the suppressor will uh, add velocity. Sometimes it doesn't change it. Uh, I've never seen it slow it down. Like, of all the testing I've done, I've never seen anything slow anything down. But, I, you know, I just always tell people, like, no. You'd, have, you'd be a lucky son of a bitch if it, there was no impact change or velocity or data type change from a running suppressor to a generic muzzle device or what have you. But I still recommend them pretty often because... Especially as light as bolt action rifles are getting nowadays, uh, I would not. If I traveled to go elk hunting somewhere with like a 300 PRC or something like that, like sub six pound rifle before you, you know, put an optic on it, shooting that without some sort of a recoil mitigation device, no thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a recoil Nancy. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, I lean towards. Any suppressor is better than no suppressor, obviously. But if you're going to buy a direct thread version, buy a direct thread version that has the hub on it, which it's getting more and more common nowadays. Yeah, because it's just easier for everybody. Now, that's, I guess, you, you know, going back to what you were just saying, important thing is obviously test your setup because yeah. everybody's setup is going to be different. And then on, on top of that, uh, always confirm your zero. Always, always confirm your zero. Especially if you're shooting at something you're paying to shoot at. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, and if you're like, a, you have one suppressor already and you're thinking about getting another one and like all this new shit's out now, but you're, you know, you're not a huge gun fanatic or anything like that. And you're literally just going to put it on one gun, leave it. It's going to direct thread. Like you don't, if you never have any intentions going anywhere else and stuff like that, there's get a direct thread, leave the suppressor on there. Like I, you know, 22 suppressors, direct thread, always. I don't know of anybody that's doing, like... People have talked about it, but... <laughs> that'd be dumb. Yeah. Unless, like, it bought you some barrel length <laughs> for the the fed boys type bullshit. But, it, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going with QD. Now, there are massive amounts of, like quote-unquote qd devices yeah what are your what are your favorite qds real quick because we got like 30 seconds the area 419 stuff so the maverick system and like i said plan b and cherry bomb i lean more towards the maverick because of the availability of options blast forwarding device uh break yeah different breaks now and then their suppressor all work off the same devices like i, I lean real heavy into that system for that reason 
Yeah. I've had, I've had, again, and then we're probably primarily talking about bolt guns, but I'd do it on a AR as well. I have some on ARs. Yeah. You know, and that's just me. And there's, there's a lot of new stuff out there now. I just, I don't like the old dead air style QD. Chemo, that type of shit. I don't, I'm just not a fan of it. I like I like chemo on the non-hub cans. I'm starting to realize I hate chemo on my hub cans. And then, uh, yeah, Surefire the Goat for like an, like Q, like an actual cutie system. Because in my mind, like the the new style of just threaded taper mounts, like I don't even think of that as cutie. I just think of that as like direct. It's a direct thread can just like built properly because it has the taper. Right. Um. Yeah, as far as actual cutie, like Surefire fucking shits all over everything else, I think. I mean, you know, in again, maybe in a whole other 12-minute talk on AR-specific cutie mounts, like yeah. the the legit cuties, because I have some, I have some. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, like I have some specific thoughts on that kind of shit as well. But anyways. But yeah, those are the only guns I would ever actually, <laughs> like an AR is the only one I would actually take off the suppressor. Yeah. I, oh, you know, I kinda, can flex on everybody right now. The the best system is the Knight's Armament QDC system. It shits all over everything else. Uh, and you probably don't have one, and I do. So there you go. That's the best one. No wonder that guy said you're snooty or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, let us know in the comments down below if you want us to deep dive this into a full podcast. We'll probably do it anyways because it's fun. Talk about suppressors and guns and everything else. But we appreciate y'all watching and listening. We'll see you guys next time.